Welcome to the Tapping Solution Podcast. I'm Alex Ortner, and along with my brother Nick and my sister Jessica, we've helped millions of people around the world for over 10 years to transform their lives. And all using the brain rewiring, energy shifting, out of this world amazing technique known as tapping. Each week, I'll be sharing information, strategies, tapping, and at times inspiring interviews, all to help you live your best life. Hey guys, Alex Ortner here from thetappingsolution.com, officially taking over the Tapping Solution podcast. As I'm sure you saw, hopefully you liked that new intro that I recorded. I'm sure you saw that we've rebranded the Tapping Solution Bits and Pieces podcast to be the Tapping Solution podcast. Really, the Bits and Pieces podcast was a bunch of you know things here and there, meditations, video clips, uh, different conversations at times, you know, kind of thrown together. And we really wanted to have a little more consistency with the podcast. So I said, hey, I'll take it over. I'm willing to do it. I'm in. I'm game. So I have officially taken over the Tapping Solution podcast. I'm super excited about today's topic. Today's topic is how to reinvent yourself to create the life that you want. I have been meaning to record this podcast for several months. I know I, I recorded the last podcast, I wanted to say, it was, was it in January or February? Somewhere earlier in the year. And I recorded that and wanted to do some more and just got tied up with all the, all the work I do here behind the scenes. And, and now I'm going to start to uh, have a little more consistency with the podcast. And so I'll start doing that hopefully once a week, every week. And uh, no excuses. I will be here once a week. I know I can, uh, if I can do the Tapping Insiders Club masterclasses with consistency like we do, I know I can do this podcast and get some more consistency back to what we're doing here. So I am so excited about today's conversation. So like I said, I've been meaning to do this podcast for a few months since I was down in Puerto Rico hanging out just with an awesome group of people with Brendan Burchard, uh, Dave Hollis, Rachel Hollis, Dave Clemens from Golden Hippo, Trent Shelton, David Bach was there, Lewis Howes was there, Jenna Kutcher was there. Oh, let's see, who else was there? Um, Tom Bilyeu and Lisa Bilyeu from Impact Theory, just an amazing group of people. I know I'm forgetting some of them, but you know, I don't have I don't have the picture in front of me of all the people that were there, but just an amazing group of people and you know, when I was there, I I thought about this topic of reinventing yourself because it, it's something I've been doing for a year, you know, a year plus since I decided to kind of come out from behind the scenes at The Tapping Solution. For those of you who don't know, for over 10 plus years, I've run the marketing and operations and run our whole team behind the scenes ever since really the second Tapping World Summit. During the first Tapping World Summit, I was running a different online business on health and nutrition. And uh, and then I took over running operations and marketing for the Tapping Solution. And you yeah, have been doing that ever since, you know, with our, our membership, our financial program, our weight loss program, 10 different books. I've launched two New York Times bestselling books and uh, really put a ton of work and a ton of effort into what I was doing there. But I've always had this passion to be out front, to be sharing my message, kind of snuck my message in here and there, you know, through through emails and, and webinars and sales copy and all that stuff. But I really wanted to be able to put my message forward to help people with this amazing technique known as tapping and really to add what Nick and Jet add to what Nick and Jessica have been doing so well uh, over these years and just to be able to add more because our mission has always been to make tapping mainstream so that every man, woman, and child on the planet has the ability to use it 
to feel better, to create a better life on a daily basis. And uh, yeah, just to live, to live and feel better every day. I mean, there's what, what could be better than that than just living and feeling better every day. So when I was down there in Puerto Rico, I really, I realized that it was not just me that was working to reinvent myself and, and really who I think I am and who the world thinks I am. But all of these guys were working to do that. And these are high level players. And I came to realize that the reality is, is that if you want to move your life forward in some big way, you need to be constantly and consciously reinventing yourself. And that means figuring out who you believe you are, figuring out who you believe other people think you are, and deciding on who you really want to be. Because I think too often we we kind of stick ourselves with an identity of going, oh, this is who I am based on our childhood, based on our you know high school experiences and college experiences and, and our work experience. We kind of lock ourselves into a place where we go, this is just who I am now. And I'm, I'm not going to grow. I can't do more. And that's just not the reality. And so when I was down in Puerto Rico, it was really interesting. You know, Brendan Bouchard was rebranding to be HPX, and his uh, his wife Denise, was, who was you know never front of camera, she came out front of camera and has been doing an awesome job with Brendan. You know, Dave Hollis is, was writing a book. He's writing a book that he's releasing soon. So excited for Dave's book, and rebranding and reinventing himself as you know somebody who's not just there supporting Rachel with her work, but who's really putting out content. And really excited for his new book. And uh, Craig Clemens, who's a marketing genius, who um, has a brand called Golden Hippo, huge company, huge impact, amazing work. And he's looking to come out and do more work in the front, front of camera, in the way that I'm kind of doing. Trent Shelton, I mean, Trent Shelton has something like 6 million Facebook followers, something crazy like that. Does these inspiring, incredible videos. And he was coming out with a new book. It actually just came out recently. If you haven't checked it out, go check it out. It's called The Greatest You. And I'm, let's see, I'm probably about 100 pages into it. I haven't finished it. Been a little crazy preparing. I'm going out to Minneapolis tomorrow to go speak at the Rise Conference in front of 4,000, 4,000 amazing women. I'm so excited about that. So, so excited and grateful for the opportunity. You know, Dave texted me about six weeks ago and said, hey, buddy, you want to come speak at the Rise Conference and talk about tapping? I said, sure, absolutely. You know, I've, I've spoken in front of people, 200 people or so. So yeah, sure, I'll jump up to doing 4,000 people. I'll take on the challenge, right? It's If I ask the universe and tell the universe that I want to reinvent myself and go bigger, what did the universe do? It, it gave it to me, right? So I, I can't turn it down. I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm going for it. So I'll be there uh, flying out tomorrow and speaking on Thursday. Thursday in Minneapolis. And then a month later, I'll be speaking at the Rise Conference in Dallas in front of, uh, I think that one's not sold out yet. So the health day, which is the day I'm speaking on, is not sold out yet. And I think that one fits up to 7,000 people. So that's going to be amazing. So excited about that opportunity. So, but with today's, you know, I'm saying all that and, and talking about how these different leaders in their fields reinvent themselves for you to really think about, well, how do you reinvent yourself? How do you, you know, who are you to begin with? Who do you believe you are? And who do you want to actually become? Because, you know, we hold ourselves into these beliefs of this is who I am. You know, I'm not somebody who runs a successful business or who is in shape or who has a great relationship or something like that. And the reality is, is that we lock ourselves into an identity that limits us from being able to grow. And we limit ourselves because of our own beliefs about what we think and really what I believe is an even bigger influence is what we believe others think of us. Because 
what humans want so much, I mean, you see this so much now with social media and, and how people play small. What they don't want is to, ha- is to be criticized by other people and to, to stick out and, and to have um, you know, criticism from other people. It's just not an easy thing for people to deal with on an ongoing basis. And I get it because we come from, you know, you got to think in our past, it was unsafe to leave the tribe, right? We're part of a tribe. You leave the tribe, you're a lot more likely to get attacked and not be safe. And so I think it's instinctually built into our brain to want to be in community, to want to be accepted by others. And if you want to grow in big ways, you got to learn to be uncomfortable with people criticizing you at times. And the reality is that people criticize us anyway, right? We, we often play so small because we're afraid of what other people will say, how we'll be judged. And the reality is we're all being judged all the time. So let them, let them judge you for whatever they want, but go live your life and be the bigger version of you that you want to be no matter what. So, you know, we have to, I think it's important to start off by acknowledging that we put ourselves into a bubble, right? Because we all have, we all have beliefs about ourselves that keep us stuck and limit our growth. And that's fine and normal. But if you want to grow, you need to pop that bubble and consciously create a new bubble of who you are, create a new bubble and then pop that one and create a new bubble, but constantly be expanding who you believe you are to be able to grow, to become that next best version of you. So I think, you know, when when I think about myself and who I am, I, I've got certain beliefs about myself being a kind person and a loving person and a giving person. You know, I like I'm a father, uh, I'm a business owner, I'm an entrepreneur, um, you know, and but more than anything, what I am is a good human being. You know, I just mentioned a minute ago, The Greatest You, one of the things I love about Trent's book, The Greatest You, is how he talks about purpose, about how people are always trying to find, you know, what's my life purpose? What am I meant to do? And what I love what Trent said in the book, which is something that I agree with wholeheartedly, is that you don't look to discover what your life purpose is. You work to be to be your life purpose, right? To be your purpose. And being your purpose is just about showing up every day in a way that is congruent with how you want to live. So if you want to get to be living your life purpose, just start off by being your purpose today. It's not like, oh, it's going to take me six months to be living my life's purpose. You can choose every single day to be your life's purpose. And that has to do with how you treat other people, how you treat yourself, how you interact with others, how you leave other people better than when you found them, right? And so when we talk about reinventing ourselves and and our purpose and all this kind of stuff, I really, I want to take you through a discovery process, right? Because I think there are two sides of this in terms of being able to reinvent ourselves. It's number one, it's who do we think we are, right? So who do we think we are? Those are the beliefs that we have about ourselves. And number two, it's who do other people think we are? Okay. So in this little discovery process, and you can, you know, if you've got a journal, you can write this down, you can pause when you need to, if you want to, or you can kind of just listen along and kind of do it in your head and just think about it, you know, because we're going to go through a discovery process to kind of figure out what do you believe about yourself? What's actually holding you back from creating the life that you want? So ask yourself this question. And and we're going to do this actually as an I am statement. So you're going to finish these I am statements. So I am, then you just fill in the blank. Like what's the first thing that comes to mind when you say I am whatever, you know, are are they kind things that you're thinking about yourself? Are they good things that you're thinking about yourself? Or are you beating yourself up saying I am, I'm dumb or I'm not worthy or I'm lazy or I'm not good enough, you know, or is it, oh, I'm a good person. I'm a kind hearted person, but I just don't do everything that I want to do, or I don't, you know, whatever that might be for you. So let's, let's add in some more statements here. 
So with money, I am, and just fill in the blank. In my relationship or in relationships, I am. When it comes to my health, I am. And you can pause and write some of these down if you want to. It's totally up to you. So when it comes to your health, I am, right? What are your beliefs about your health? Do you, do you say, you know, when it comes to my health, I'm lazy, like I don't eat a good diet and, and um, you know, I can't get myself to exercise, I'm unmotivated. Like what are those beliefs that you have about yourself? You know, when it comes to eating well, I am. When it comes to exercising, I am. And what we're trying to do with this discovery process is figure out what are the beliefs that you have about yourself? Who do you believe yourself to be? And you can ask yourself this question in all areas of life. In, in your with your work, with your relationships, with how smart you think you are, how capable you think you are, how healthy you think you are, how athletic you think you are, I don't know, whatever, whatever you want to work on in your life, however you want to grow, it's important to figure out what are those beliefs that you have about yourself and which ones are limiting you from being able to move forward and create a different identity of yourself, right? So the second part, who do other people think I am, right? So others think I am what? So fill in that blank. Others think I am. Do they think you're kind? Do they think you're mean? Do they think you're lazy? You know, what do they believe about you? Do they think that, you know, and this isn't really about what they think about you. It's about what you believe that they think about you, right? It's about our perceptions because so often we can think, oh, they're going to think I'm dumb or they're going to think I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm doing something crazy. And, and they're like, they're actually being supportive. And you really just have no idea. We, we guess so much as to what other people think about us when, when, you know, we assume the worst, why not assume the best of what other people think about us? That's, that's how I like to work. I mean, I'm, you know, either, either I'm going to assume that they think good things or I'm just not going to care if they're bad things. Right? So let's, let's keep going with those questions, those statements to figure out. So my family thinks I am and fill in the blank. My friends think I am. What do your friends think about you? You know, I've, I changed, uh, I, I took friends out of my life at numerous times in my life. I, my high school friends, I cut them out. My college friends, I was friends with them for probably 10 years after college. And then we just, I kept growing and working and, and growing into a different uh, space. And they weren't supporting me in that regard. They, they didn't support the work that I was doing when I was a real estate investor flipping houses. They didn't support the tapping work that I was doing. And I still remember one night, you know, getting all together. The last time I got together with them and one of my buddies was just way too drunk as they did way too much. And uh, he was criticizing the work I do with tapping. And, and I was like, wow, you know, like if I'm out there trying to do good work in the world, if you're not going to be supportive, then you don't get to be in my life. I mean, as simple as that. So, so again, what my friends think I am what, right? I, if you have friends in your life, that are not supporting you. They don't need to be there. My coworkers think I am fill in that blank. What do your coworkers think of you? People in my community think I am fill in the blank. Right? These are all statements that we can that come up that really let us know what our beliefs are about ourselves. And if there are negative statements, whether it's with the beliefs about yourself or the beliefs of what other people think about you, use the tapping to release those. Right? And we're not gonna do the tapping right here, but you know, I'm 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 setting you up to be able to kind of outline this for yourself and do tapping by yourself. So you might do something like, you know, uh, even though I believe I'm not good with money. I love and accept myself anyway. Even though I believe I'm just not good with money, 
I accept that this is how I feel about myself. So you go through those statements and you can tap on those negative beliefs, whether it's the beliefs you have about yourself or the beliefs that you think others have about you. Tap to release them. uh, Tap on any negative emotions that come up as you're doing that. And then tap on positive beliefs that you might have. If you realize you've got a negative belief about yourself, what would be the opposite of that belief that you'd like to have and do the tapping to instill that positive belief. So you might say, you know, you might be on the eyebrow point and you'd go, um, I'm great with money. Then you'd go to the side of the eye. I can learn to be better with money. Under the eye, maybe I'm not great with money right now, under the nose, but I want to become great with money. So you can go through the process and tap through that to, to tap on the limiting beliefs that you have about yourself, Right? So here's the thing. So here's the statement that I want you to think about yourself because what we did there is we kind of discovered where are we right now? What are those beliefs that we have about ourselves and the belief that we have of what other people think about us? And then we want to think about the new version of ourselves. Like what do we want to reinvent ourselves to become? Because we'll find in that process that there will be things that will hold us back from growing because we feel like we're going to be criticized or we just think that other people aren't going to like us if we do that. Whatever whatever beliefs we have about ourselves with this new version of ourselves. Actually, I want to share um, just thought of this. When I was down in Puerto Rico with all those guys and, and gals down there, uh, I remember Russell Brunson, who who's the owner of ClickFunnels, has a hugely successful business. I mean... I want to say it has 90,000 plus members in there. It's something like a $100 million business, something like that. And Russell was talking about how when he started ClickFunnels, that his best friends didn't join the platform no matter how much he raved about it because they just thought, oh, it's another one of Russell's crazy ideas. And, and uh, you know, he's always coming up with these crazy ideas. And so they just didn't do it. And it took them like two years before they realized, hey, this is, this is awesome. Like, I got to go join this thing. And then they did. And the thing is, the reason I say that is because a lot of times when we go to create this new version of ourselves to reinvent ourselves into a bigger and better version of ourselves, other people will not believe in it. They won't agree with it. They won't buy into it at first because you probably have to buy into it for a while first before other people start to buy into it and see that for you. I know that's the case for me. You know, I mean, people who know me, whether it's been, you know, experts in the space um, or, you know, people in my community, friends, family, they know me as being the one behind the scenes who does all the marketing and operations. And that's my role. That's where I'm pegged, right? That's where we get put. But I know that if I want to create a different version of myself, and I've been doing that over the last year, that I've got to just keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it, keep putting myself out there and seeing myself as that better version, and they eventually they will catch on. Eventually they'll see, hey, this isn't some fad of like, oh, he just wants some attention or you know wants to be speaking more. Like, no, this is what I'm really passionate about doing. In the same way that Russell was passionate about ClickFunnels and what he was doing there, it took people two years to catch on. Whatever it is for you that you want to create as this next best version of you, you're going to have to stand in that space by yourself initially while everyone looks and goes, really? Like confused maybe. It's not necessarily that it's bad. They'll be confused that you're doing something different, that you're sticking up to be something different, a better version of you. And so they'll be, you know, that's what we have to figure out. Well, how will we react to ourselves and how will other people react? Because if you're worried about how how other people will react, you're going to stay safe and stay small and not grow into that better version of you. So here's the sentence I want you to say. You can write this down if you want to. 
if I were to be the next better version of myself, so if I were to be the next better version of myself, a version that may seem unreal or inauthentic to me now, again, a version that may seem unreal or inauthentic to me now, but that I aspire to be, I would be, and then fill in the blank. Right, So if I were to be the next better version of myself, a version that may seem unreal or inauthentic to me now, but that I aspire to be, I would be what? Because that next best version of you will probably feel uncomfortable to you initially. Right, You'll feel like, well, this isn't who I am. This, this feels weird. It feels weird to act differently, to put myself out there as a speaker, as a coach, to say that I'm going to write a book or to just be nicer to people and to show up in a different way, to, to be more active in my community. However you want to change uh, in terms of how you act around other people, it's going to feel weird to you at first. Right, like I remember when I was in college, and I'm 37 now. I was in college. Uh, how many years ago is that now? Uh, let's see, 16 years ago I graduated from college, and I remember. So I transformed my life. I went to a Tony Robbins seminar when I was in when I was 20 years old. When I was in college, and I was this kid growing up in, in high school and college. Didn't trust my friends. Was shy. You know, I was good one on one, but I was shy in groups. I was uncomfortable in groups, and. After I went to those events and I went to all of his all of his seminars and all of his events, it totally transformed my life. I started to be different. And it felt weird at first to be like, hey, I'm going to act differently. I'm going to be more open. I'm going to be more loving. I'm going to be uh, less scared of what other people think about me. All these things, they felt weird to me first, right? So it's easy to not grow because it doesn't feel natural but you got but what you want to do is stay in line with what you want it to be because it won't stay like that it will become more natural right just like you know thursday i'm speaking in front of 4000 people i know when i get up there it's going to feel weird because i've never spoken in front of that many people and you know i'm i've done everything i can to visualize and to tap on it to tap on any stress or anxiety because what i don't want is to freeze up there and have that freeze response but i know that that experience will feel weird to me at first and then as you do it each time, it'll feel different. Just like when I started doing the Tapping Insiders Club Masterclasses, at first it took more effort. And then now, you know, I love hopping on those masterclasses with, with the 8,000 or so members that we have in there and, and having those conversations and tapping along with all of you in there. And so just know that whatever better version of you that you're working to create, it's going to feel weird to you first. Right, So let's finish that sentence of, if I were to be the next better version of myself, a version that may seem unreal or inauthentic to me now, but that I aspire to be, I would be what? Right, So just you can write or just think about how you feel. And notice any negative things that come up, right? We're always trying to, to, to notice, you know, do, does it feel congruent? If you feel congruent, it's really easy to push forward. But if there are fears there, if you're scared of something, if it feels unnatural, use the tapping to bring those fears down, to bring that anxiety down, to bring all the different thoughts that we have about being this next best version of ourselves, right? So that's part. That's the first part of that future version of ourselves, right? We, we said a minute ago, you know, first we work to figure out who do we believe we are now and who do we believe that other people think that we are now. And then as we look to visualize that new version of ourselves, we have to connect with who do we feel that we will be as that next version of ourselves? How does that feel to us now? Because we want to be congruent and feel safe in order to move towards that, 
right? So the last part that we want to do here in this discovery process that we're going through is let's is to finish this sentence, right? So if I were to be this next better version of myself, others would think I am, right? And finish that sentence for you. If I were to be this next better version of myself, others would think I am what? Right? Because so often we hold ourselves back from becoming that better version of ourselves because we think that we are going to be criticized. We think that people will judge us, that they'll say mean things to us. And here's the reality. People are judging us anyway. We all judge each other. I mean, you know, we all I aspire as much as possible to not judge others and to always have an open heart and open mind. But we naturally do this as a safety mechanism to, to go, okay, who, you know, when you meet a new person, you go, you get, you can be curious about them, but you try to figure out who they are and you form an opinion in your mind of who they are. And so just know that if you're playing small because you're worried about what other people think about you, look, they're, they're judging you anyway. They're, they're creating a picture for you anyway. So why not just move forward with the version that you want to be anyway, right? But as we do that process, because that's not always easier, that's easier said than done, of course. So we just think, if I were to be this next best version of myself and others would think I am, and just write down, like, what are those negative things that you believe other people would think about you? What would your family think about you? What would your friends think about you? What would people in your community think about you as you aspire to do something bigger? I can tell you uh, here in my local community, I've uh, caused some, some commotion and trouble because... I'm not in alignment with what our local soccer club does here in Newtown, Connecticut. Um, it just is what it is. I mean, they're, they're all well-meaning people. And I think that people in communities are always looking to do the best for their communities. But there are certain coaches I don't agree with. I really believe, you know, from my sports experience of having positive language with our kids, right? I mean, I wrote a kid's book on this to help people or help kids do tapping to have positive language. And there are some coaches in, in the community that have very strong language for me and my, you know, my oldest son was on one of the teams and my middle son was one of the teams. And I ended up pulling one off one year and one off the next year because I said, look, I'm not going to have somebody yelling at my kids, ruining their confidence, losing, ruining their ability or their wanting to play a game. In my oldest son's team, you know, when he was playing, this was at U9. I mean, he's 10 now, but this was at U9. He quit. Another kid quit during the season and two other kids didn't come back because of the coach. Like, what does that tell you, right? Like, maybe we need to do something different. But I'm telling you that because I decided that I was going to speak up and create something different regardless of what other people said about me. And I knew people were going to judge me. I knew people were going to think that I was this crazy dad who, oh, I pulled my kid off the soccer team, so I'm just angry about something. And that's not the reality. What I care about is that kids in this community get the best soccer experience possible. So, I teamed up with the current high school coach, who's an amazing guy, amazing coach. You know, actually got the award, the referees award for for having such a well-behaved team, and teamed up with them to create a new program. And I'm in the process of creating a new program for our community and making a lot of people unhappy. You know, with the current club and the Parks and Rec and all this type of stuff. But you know what? I, I I'm going to constantly do what I believe is right. And I'm going to do what I believe is right for our kids and my community, and do what I believe is right everywhere. I will. Never, ever, and I get a little emotional just thinking about this, I will never, ever stand down to what I believe is right. And so I say that for you to think about that next better version of yourself 
and what other people would think about you. Because are you playing small in some way? Are you shrinking? Are you not doing what you want to do because you're worried about how other people will criticize you? Right? Because that's what we do. We play small. We play safe because we don't want to be criticized. We don't want to be hurt. We don't want to stand out from the crowd. You know what? It's not that bad. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of used to sticking up for what I believe in and, and doing things that don't always make people happy. And I've, I've learned that the, the people that I care about in my life that I support are the people I'm going to put myself around me. doesn't mean I'm not going to take feedback that's not always positive. But if people are saying or giving me feedback from a positive perspective, we're saying it with love and kindness, and I will always listen because I, I'm not perfect. Um, I make mistakes constantly. That's a part of life and a part of learning. But I always will insist on being around people that are going to have the best intentions of supporting me and me supporting them. And so think to yourself, you know, if you were to be that next better version of yourself, what would other people think? And if you have negative things coming up, like it's not safe to speak up or it's not safe to be this person, then you need to tap on those things and release them so that you can become that next better version of you, right? Because we want to get to that next better version of ourselves. But if it doesn't feel safe, if it doesn't feel congruent, then we're going to stay small and stay where we are. Right? So that was the discovery process. I hope that was helpful for you to kind of get an idea of who you are right now, what you believe that you think about yourself, what you believe other people think about you, and also to think about, you know, if you were to become that new version of you, how does that feel to you? You know, is there any reason for why you're not becoming that new version, that bigger and better version of you right now? And what do you believe that other people will think about you if you become that better version of you? Because those obstacles are what you need to eliminate to become that next better version of you, to reinvent yourself, to create the life that you want. And you have to start off really from a place of going, I am not a certain person all the time. I am growing. None of us are a certain person all the time. We always have the choice to reinvent ourselves. And if you want to become a more successful version of you, whether that's more successful business, more successful in relationships, healthier version of you, you need to reinvent yourself and start off with a belief that we are all constantly reinventing ourselves. That you're not going to be stuck and limited by your past experiences. You're not going to be limited limited by what you believe about yourself or what you believe others think of you. That you are going to consciously reinvent yourself. So in this moment, think about that. Who do you want to become? And once you create that clarity for yourself... It's time to do that tapping, right? I'm not going to do the tapping here on the podcast. I, I really wanted to take you through a, a re, you know a discovery process here through this process, but I wanted you to be able to have that so that you could go and make the space for yourself to tap on those things, to tap on the things coming up for you that are holding you back from becoming that better version of you. So I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you like this, if you want to tap along with me more, and and actually, I know we didn't get to do tapping today, but if you want to tap with me and you want to tap with Nick and you want to tap with Jessica, go join our Tapping Insiders Club community. It's an awesome community that we have over 8,000 members in. You think you can go to tappinginsidersclub.com uh, or you can go to the tappingsolution.com slash insiders-club. I believe those are the links there. Come check it out. Come join us. Also, come join me on Instagram at Alex 
ortner.ts. Uh, like I said, I'm going to be flying out to Minneapolis tomorrow. So that's Wednesday. I'm recording this on Tuesday. That's, that's um, on Wednesday. And come follow me on Instagram. I'll be there. I'm going to try to get this podcast out as quickly as possible uh, so I can get myself out there to Minneapolis. I'm so excited to meet so many of you that are going to be at the that event. I know I've had people messaging me on Instagram saying, I'm so excited for your talk. I'm so excited to meet you in person. I'm so grateful to meet so many of you out there. Uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a good time. And I'll, I'll make sure to tell you all about it in the next talk. Um, you know, I did a, uh, a class in our Tapping Insiders Club on how to get past the freeze response when we speak and really how to create that presence for ourselves so that we can feel comfortable speaking on stage. And I'll share some of my experiences over the last month in preparing for this talk and you know how some of my strategies worked with my talk and how, how I did. So uh, I'm excited to, to do that for all of you. Uh, until next time, take care and keep tapping. Thank you.